Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagell, and I'm joined today for the very first time, first time ever on a podcast, I, w- I would presume? Yes. Brenna Eldridge is in the house. It's been a minute since I've seen you. I think we were talking like about eight years. Probably. Somewhere around there. That is far too long. How are you? How is your pandemic? How is um, the other seven years of your life? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm hanging in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, pandemic was okay. Uh, I was furloughed for a while from work, so okay. Um, three months at home. I was very thankful that I have a dog to help keep me company. Ooh, I was very unthankful of that because I just wanted to lay on my couch for two months, <laughs> and I didn't get to. You couldn't just lay with your dog. She doesn't. Whenever I'm here alone, she runs away from me. Like, like I did something bad to her when all I've done is buy her food. And love her. Love her and, and introduce her to so many different people and let her run around in my giant ass backyard all the time and kill whatever animal she wants to. Oh. But, you know, that's just Stella for you. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's pretty, uh, he's not the most cuddly, but no? he's pretty indifferent. Yeah. What kind of dog? Uh, we, I don't know. Um, he's a Big, mix. small. He's small. I think he's a terrier dachshund mix. Okay. With probably who knows what else in there, but mm-hmm. little yeah. cat dog. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's bigger than a cat. Maybe, maybe. If he's bigger than a cat, then he's not a small dog because some cats are big. Okay. I'd say. You ever seen a freaking tiger? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not as big as a tiger. <laughs> Neither is mine. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, are you intimidated by being on a podcast for the first time? Because you seem a little nervous. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, um, back eight years ago, you seemed very good at conversation, so I figured this would be a good place to force a conversation upon you to mm-hmm. reintroduce ourselves to each other's lives. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect setting. And we're going to get some alcohol flowing. So, Brenna, I always ask my guests this. What are we drinking tonight? We are drinking... Dominga Mimosa Sour. A, New Belgium. A type of beer we normally don't have on this podcast. It is a sour ale with calamansi fruit. What the fuck is that? Where are you even reading that? At oh. The very bottom. Yeah. From sunup to sundown. Mm-hmm. I think I saw on the pack that it is a 6%, so drink accordingly. Um, and I will drink irresponsibly. Perfect. <laughs> Let's crack these open. Okay. And give our reviews. Cheers. Cheers. Happy eight year anniversary. Right. Absolutely. Delish. It's like very lightly sour. Doesn't really. Maybe it does taste like a mimosa. It has a little mimosa flavor. It's not very sour though. No. But. But it's good, and it it's does not good. taste like it is 6% alcohol. <laughs> no, that's dangerous. These are dangerous ones. That's the ones we like here on the Split Six Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brenna, um, mm-hmm. quarantine started about a year ago. Um, yeah. The first two months were probably the hardest, I would think, for extroverts like ourselves. Yes. Um, but also kind of romantic to look back at. Because we're probably never going to get that again in our lives. <laughs> Two right. months of well, uh, complete solitude. Yeah. Unless we go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> or we have another pandemic. I, God, I, I can't go through another. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would prefer not to. I haven't been super responsible during this one, but <laughs> <laughs> the first couple months I was. Fear number one, sport. Okay, well, um, uh, on to sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had Yay. warned me ahead of time that you are not well versed in the sporting, um, I don't know what word I'm trying to, to find here. Realm, the, maybe? Yeah, the sporting realm that is of late. But um, do you have a history with sports? Like, did you play sports in high school or college or? Um, and, and not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up, when I was younger, I played softball and I played volleyball in middle school. And then um, freshman year of high school, a friend of mine wanted to try out for cheerleading. So Mm -hmm. I was her partner and tried out. And then um, I made it and she didn't. And so then I know. (laughs) And so then I was like, I didn't know people couldn't make cheerleading. I thought it was like freshman football where everyone gets to do it. They let me on the team for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't play at all. Yeah. Um, No, they they didn't let everyone on. But. Yeah, so I uh, decided I'm, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm a cheerleader now. Hell yeah. And I did that up until senior year. Um, I quit homecoming week with the three other seniors on varsity. Wait, you quit like right at the beginning of the season then? Mm-hmm. Ooh, dastardly. The week of homecoming. <laughs> I bet people were pissed at you. <laughs> well, you would think that, and I think that was probably part of why we did it, was like, they can't do this without us, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just young teenage girls. <laughs> they Life went on. <laughs> they held another tryout. I'm it was assuming fine. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what school did you go to for high school? Churchill. Churchill. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck Churchill. Um, we're Franklin people <laughs> over here. Fuck the Chargers. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, could we know someone from our time at Benny's together? Because me and me and Brenna met at um, Benny's, uh, the place that I worked forever and mm-hmm. f- f- like ages ago now. Um, but, I think I was there for like three years, four years. Well, yeah, I was there for freaking eight years. So. Yeah, no, you you grew up there. <laughs> That's true. Say. Yeah, were <laughs> you guys all at my twenty first birthday party? And I remember about a half hour of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little foggy for me, too, so. (laughs) (laughs) But we knew um, Caroline, our friend, who was a cheerleader Mm -hmm. that, like, fucking broke her back doing that shit. Yeah. And so I always have mad respect for cheerleaders, probably because of that, because, like, it's dangerous. Like It is dangerous, yeah. I think we were, my freshman year was the first year that they brought, um, like, stunting back, where you could actually, like, throw Mm -hmm. each other around and, you know, tumble and stuff like that, so... We were just kind of learning, and I feel like that was even more. You God, know. yeah, being a flyer the, sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> I was not one, uh, so I didn't have to do that scary stuff. But yeah, it. Um, no, I met. Some, I met like some of my best friends doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't regret it at all, or you know, and I don't feel. Other times where I feel like what how could it have been if I would have continued playing volleyball because I loved volleyball yeah but were you good at volleyball I was good at volleyball do um, they have positions in volleyball or is it I know I know like the concept where everyone rotates but I don't know if they have specific positions I when I was playing we just rotated all the time okay I mean I think that it, did you it, have like a starting position like where you would start every single time 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually started, like, up at the front. I was okay. a speaker. But, um, yeah, I, and I think that's how it was. They're trying to be strategic about it, like, when, as you're rotating about who you're up against, yeah. who's better at serving, all that, so. Yeah, can't you just serve and then everyone move into position, though? Yes. That's not against Based, the rules, right? No, no. You can move around, absolutely. But I think the idea is you're supposed to try to stay in your spot. Otherwise, everyone's moving chaos. around, and then there's, like, nobody over here, and then and that's where the ball goes, you know? Oh, what if you do so. it real quick? Like, a little a little slow? Well, I guess you don't want to do a slow serve because then you'll probably get murdered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't played volleyball in a long time, and I've only played, like, beach played sand volleyball. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Um, and I'm not terrible at it. So, <laughs> yeah. Like most sports that I am terrible at. Maybe it's because of the level of competition I play, though. But Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just played tennis yesterday with um, my friend Kelly, who is um, uh, my brother's girlfriend. And uh, it was the first time being like playing tennis in like two years, probably, because of the pandemic. And. Uh, I don't know. When it was first going on, like everyone's afraid if you touch something, you're gonna get COVID. Right. So no one wanted to do anything. Uh, so I had a whole summer taken away from me. Oh. Sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I played tennis in high school, and it's the oh, only you thing. Did? Yeah, it's the only thing I can still beat my brothers at, and I'm not that far away from them beating me if they actually tried to play tennis. That's probably not true. Um, it maybe definitely you're not is. giving yourself enough credit. Uh, I'm just very unathletic <laughs> in terms of sports. I just, you know, my biggest problem is anytime I have any bit of pressure, I just crumble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to help. Doesn't bode to... well for my entertainment dreams. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, You'll uh, get over that. Maybe. <laughs> do you, uh, like, fuck with any sports? Like, do you watch any sports? Not really. No, not now. I feel like the last year I've just been totally out of it with mm-hmm. it. There's, I don't know. Did you ever used to? Like, you ever used to, like, um, you ever, you ever follow them? I know all the Detroit sports. I don't know if that's where your allegiance lies since you've been all over, but. It is. They all suck right now. So. Right, I know. I'm aware. It's But, like, I think you were going to the Benny's, um, baseball trips when the tigers were good mm-hmm. yeah no i enjoy i mean i enjoy watching sports i just don't i think especially working in restaurants and bars for so long you're kind of involved in that yeah culture um and so i like watching it um like i like i like being at the game absolutely mm-hmm. um and then in probably like a bar setting but if i'm at home by myself i'm not going to just choose yeah to just going to turn on. it on no watch some march madness which is going on right <laughs> I now know. i haven't watched any games but i didn't fill out a bracket this year so i'm like way less mm-hmm. involved i've like never filled out a bracket i've always my dad just runs this pool where you pick like one of each seed and i just always do terrible so i don't really care that much but yeah. march madness is fun they say it's the best time to get a vasectomy if you're not interested in having kids because then you're just on the couch for like a week just right. watching endless basketball games and that sounds glorious because basketball is my favorite sport nice. which has overtaken football in the more recent years of my life um why is that um well i think it might be due to basketball being just a supremely more entertaining sport and the Lions not being... I think good Lions football was probably always going to be my favorite, but 
That's lost That's, upon me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't believe, um, I mean, Ohio State was out in the first round. I feel like the bracket would have actually maybe done something this year. Are you an Ohio State fan? No. Oh. I thought you didn't fill out a bracket. No, that's but normally I don't have them going very far out of spite, and they usually do. So that's what I'm saying. Like my bracket probably would have been decent this year. Well, yeah, if you would have picked them to lose in the first game, like no one in the world did. Right. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have been that bad, but it would have been like (laughs) maybe the second. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this has been a wild um, NCAA March Madness tournament because like. I think it's like they're like close to tying a record for most lower seats that have won. Um, okay. And a lot of that's due to COVID because like each conference was only playing themselves. And so they're not really getting competition ar- amongst the other, like the Pac 12 and the Big 10 aren't playing each other and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and also they're playing at like essentially empty stadiums and there's some fans there but like it's different when there's no pressure like if Mm -hmm. i was playing out of pressure i would be i would be thriving in this environment yeah you would (laughs) (laughs) star basketball player yeah come on nick wigella undersized (laughs) doesn't know how to shoot can barely dribble can only go right (laughs) but he's thriving in this anti-pressure environment (laughs) right (laughs) if you hear of the um uh the barking dog play in NCAA. Mm-mm. It's this funny play that I, it's, it was a long time ago, but I recently looked it up and watched it for the first time. It's like, there's like two seconds left in a game and the team has the ball and they're inbounding it. And one of their players goes to the corner and just goes down on all fours and start barking like a dog to distract the team. And it works and they score and win the game. And that's the kind of coaching I would do in sports. <laughs> nice. <laughs> do some little witchcraft shit. Right. <laughs> But um, I do have allegiance towards Michigan or Michigan State. Michigan. Michigan is still alive. I know. Um, I did see that. I'm a state fan, so I don't mm. really like that. State got knocked out in the first. Actually, I actually haven't done this podcast in three weeks, so there is a lot that I haven't covered. But um, Michigan State got knocked out in the first round to UCLA. Um, and not even the first round, the play-in games. Um, even though Michigan State blew like an 18-point lead or something crazy like that. Which is annoying and just goes to show the entire season that they've had this year. Mm. So whether or not you count it as Tom Izzo making the tournament or not, it's, I don't give a shit. It's fucking COVID year. The Big Ten is sucking. I think there's only two teams left, and one is Michigan. And they're without one of their best players in Livers, who is out for probably the tournament. He might come back, but he's a stress fa- fracture. And I'm afraid if he comes back, he just might snap his leg in half or something. Oh, and I don't think basketball's worth that, unless you're going pro. And you're probably not going pro if you snap your leg in exactly. half. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Either way, your dreams are probably shattered. And no one's beaten Gonzaga this year. Can we all just admit that? I don't know shit about the team, but I hear them uh, dismantling teams and just no competition. Come on. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know about Gonzaga. <laughs> they have a cool name. They do have a cool name. I mean, I only know of them through filling out a bracket, but I don't know anything about how they're playing this year or what's happening. Apparently, it's good. Okay. Well, good for them, kind of. Gonzaga and Baylor are the favorites. Michigan is also a one seed, but who knows? They're probably going to beat Florida State, who's who they play next. But who knows? We'll get past the Elite Eight. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, for... Like, I'm a Michigan State fan, but I'm not, like, a super diehard Michigan State fan. Okay. Like, the only reason I want Michigan to lose is because I'd 
listen to talk radio all the time and I'm just I just don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about football and <laughs> and the Lions and I want to hear about I hate baseball, but I like listening to things about the Tigers because okay. it's kind of exciting. I don't know. It's exciting that all of our teams in the Detroit area are rebuilding at the same time. So hopefully in the latter half of the 2020s, they're all going to be good at the same time. It's going to be a party in Detroit forever. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I think back to when the Wings were killing it and then the Pistons were killing it pretty kind of around the same time, right? Yeah. Like a little mm-hmm. bit after maybe. During, sort Yeah, the of. Wings were always... The Wings won in 2002, and then were always good still. And the Pistons won in 2004, mm-hmm. and were good for, like, another five years or something. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And the Tigers got kind of good Yep. for a second. They got really good. They just didn't win a World, Ser- World Series, but they... Yeah. You know, because of bonehead moves, is what I've been told, not that I've watched any of the games, because I don't know shit about baseball. Other than it's the only sport that I could probably play in a team and not affect it that much. <laughs> Put me in the outfield and I'm not going to catch anything, but whatever. You got to hit it to me. Why Why don't you like baseball? Um, Because it's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone always says, yeah, I don't really like baseball that much, but I like going to the games. I'm like, okay, why? It's hot. You have to sit there and watch people play catch and just <laughs> nothing happens. And yeah, you get to drink beer, cool. And you get to be outside, yay. Can't you do that at a frickin' park? <laughs> Come on. Right. I'm with you. I see that aspect of it. Football games are the best, but I'm a maniac when it comes to football games because I usually, when I go to a Lions game, I wear a blue spandex suit and you scream at other fans. I do. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the last ones I went to, not the, one of the last ones, but like there were these Bears fans there and they were cheering. And I would just scream at them, shut up, shut up. And then they would shut up. <laughs> well, yeah, you're terrifying in a blue spandex suit. I'm just this drunk man. I mean, I'm not very intimidating looking. but <laughs> In a blue spandex suit, you would be. I think that would uh, more insectuate my lack of muscles. So I don't know about that. Well, I think you'd just be like, it's creepy, right? It's like, the, who's that crazy guy over there? <laughs> when I first wore them, I didn't wear like um, shorts to them. So like everything was kind of exposed. Ew, but now yeah. I wear shorts when I go because. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, America. <laughs> but uh, I miss going to... This is the first year I didn't go to a Lions game in a long time. Uh, and I miss it. But yeah. basketball games are kind of more exciting. Well, because I'm less crazy because it's basketball and there's 82 games a season and not just 16. Um, no, I think basketball is more... Ex- I th- well, okay, so this is where I'm at with it. Let's rank your sports... Uh, visiting oh, venues of uh, the major four visiting venues or not venue or just what ones do you like to go to the most or the least whatever way you want to rank them as in hockey basketball football and baseball yeah so it'd be hockey number one yeah baseball football Gross. basketball oh so basketball is your least favorite that's offensive well uh, i mean as far as going to the game i know they're the most exciting to go it's like going to a casino Every time a three's made, everyone there's like these hot girls shooting t-shirts at you. I think it's been a while since I went to a basketball game. I saw Alien Ant Farm at the Palace one time um, <laughs> during a Pistons game. <laughs> and we were at one and we'd be like, oh, yep, now the Alien Ant Farm halftime show. And we're like looking around like there's no one on the court. And we just hear Alien Ant Farm playing like, what the fuck? And behind the Jumbotron thing, they're apparently in the upper upper area just playing like their two most popular songs. Like, Annie, are you okay? Like, 
<laughs> like, we couldn't even see them. We're like, this has got to be the lowest of low for a band to get to. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> a random mid-season Pistons game. <laughs> In Ann Arbor, or Arburn Hills. <laughs> yeah. And they're not even on the court. They're just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just in the upper decks playing for like six people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where I'm at with it. Because I haven't been to a Pistons game since like at the Palace when they weren't really good anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to LCA yet? I have. But I haven't been for a basketball game. So for hockey or for a concert? For hockey and a concert. Nice. Yeah. So it's nice. It reminds me of... It kind of just reminds me of, like, a black and red Ford Field in a way. Yeah, I was going to say the concourse is a lot like Ford Field, just concrete. Yeah. The dome, or, like, the the bowl, whatever, is, like, I think stellar. Like, there's eye, eye sights are, like, perfect from everywhere. Like, there's not really... Unless you're way up there. The I've been way up I there. The went to, I was way up there. Mm. And I felt like... I don't know if it was like the, um, well, there's a couple of them, like the screens or the jumbo trap was kind of, I don't know. I just wasn't, I felt like the palace you could see better. All right, well, um, uh, from way up high. And the Joe, I feel like there wasn't like a bad seat at the Joe. Yeah. I know, I kind of missed the Joe. I know it was gross, like time <laughs> for an upgrade. But I maybe it's just because it's like nostalgic. My you brother know? got onto the roof of Joe Lewis Arena what? during a Red Wings game once during a game which is incredibly impressive and uh i'm jealous <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's nuts and he didn't get caught or anything nope he's didn't I mean, get caught he, he yeah, took a selfie up there so <laughs> yeah uh i that, that that is awesome shout out to mitchell um, <laughs> <laughs> but i've been to i've been in the suites for a red wings game at lca and that was cool um okay fancy and we our, my friend Allie, who sometimes is on this podcast, just hooked us up with tickets because her dad used to work for Olympia. Okay. Um, and that was dope. And we just met some strangers, and there's just free beer to drink. And then when we were leaving, we just snuck all the rest of like the bottles of wine in our coats and whatnot. Nice. <laughs> Leave them, drank them at a jazz bar somewhere. Perfect. <laughs> that was a sloppy night, but it was a really fun night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I went there one time for um, a Jack White concert. Uh, with my friend Dave. Allie also hooked us up with tickets for. Uh, shout out to Allie. Fuck yeah. Um, and we were like at the seats like right before where the suites are. So like our seats backed up to the suite. And people there were like, yeah, come on up. And we just jumped up there and hung out with the people in there. Oh, that's cool. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I've been in a suite twice, maybe. At the LCA? Or just in general? In general. Not at the LCA. Um, weren't they calling it the oven? Did you ever call it the oven? Is that what a suite is? No, sorry, LCA. No. Oh, that's a good name for it, though, because it's a pizza oven. Yes. <laughs> I heard when it was being built, I don't know, some, some of the workers the, that were building it were calling it the oven. And um, Relax, Stella. Sorry, Stella's, uh, Stella's crying in the background for no reason. Um, they, I guess they were calling it the oven, and I was like, that's a cool so that's what I've been calling it. Yeah, it probably but... didn't catch on because I don't know about it. So. Well, obviously. <laughs> LCA sounds obviously. cool. Better than Little Caesars Arena, but. Yeah, yeah. No, I was in a suite at the Silver Dome way back in the day. Oh, God. You're aging um, yourself here. I know. <laughs> it was when I was young. It was for an NSYNC concert. <laughs> yeah. 
the company that my mom worked for mm-hmm. had a suite there. I've never been to a suite and at the so... Silver Dome. I've been to plenty of games there when I was a, a young boy, but yeah. never a suite. And then, um, where else was I at a suite? Even in a suite at um, uh, Comerica. Yeah, yes. What are those like? One. I've never been to one of those because I would never would unless I, mean, I get it for free. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went, it was the same thing. It was through my mom's work. So I feel like it was all, you know, I didn't get to party it up with my friends. I was there with her and her work yeah. crew. So I would, I would just make that a party myself. <laughs> Come on. Bring me with the work crew. Come on. Right. <laughs> I've been in a suite in Ford Field uh, once for a preseason game with my brother, and it was pretty dope. Um, I wish I was had an unlimited money because then I'd be there every time. Well, actually. I don't know if I'd rather be at a suite or, like, right up there in the action. For a Lions game, I would probably be rather be right up there in the action. Yeah. Maybe for um, uh, a Pistons game or a Red Wings game, it didn't matter. I'd rather be in a suite, but... Yeah, I think I'd rather be... I don't know. I'd rather be in the stands. Like, I'd rather be down where mm-hmm. the action is. I no gotta yell what. at the opposing fans and get security called on me right. multiple times. Right, and wearing spandex suits. <laughs> wearing spandex suits... We did cut a little hole in um, the uh, pelvic area so I could pee without taking my entire suit oh off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> I've, I've washed that suit once. It is probably disgusting and up in my yeah. room somewhere. <laughs> yes. Throw that away. Get a new one. I probably should. It's been, like, it's been over a decade since I bought it. So. Oh, my God. Ew. Come on. I've washed it. Just You said once, though. Maybe in once. In 10 yeah. years? Well, I don't want it to shrink. Oh my god! I keep getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's time to get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Um. So, in terms of the Pistons right now, they are. Okay. Yeah, I know nothing. You so, know nothing. Yeah. Okay. School me. Um. So the Pistons are still in their rebuilding phase, and they are. They just like unloaded. They like just traded Blake Griffin, or not? They released Blake Griffin. Okay. I'm assuming you're aware of who Blake Griffin is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a new show coming out on True TV soon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a prank show, which means I'm probably going to love it. Um, but he's on the Brooklyn Nets now, and the Nets are doing real well um, because they have another star-studded team. But the Pistons have this young rookie team, and they're, like, flashing, but they're just, they're just doing it perfectly where they're, like, looking good but also losing. And that's going to give us a better draft pick, but we're all – also going to be excited for the future red wings um i feel like i don't really know where that direction is going i know they have stevie um stevie y as their gm now so we trust him but i don't know i i feel like that team's a mess the tigers baseball takes forever to rebuild so they've sucked for a while and they probably got a couple more years but they're on the right the right path and the lions have a new quarterback are you aware of this I don't know. Well, I know that Matt Stafford's out there, but I don't know who our new quarterback is. The Stafford era is over. Mm -hmm. On to the Jared Goff era, the Ryan Goslin lookalike. And uh, apparently he's so much worse than Stafford where we got a a really big trade for him. Like we got two first round picks, a third round pick, and Jared Goff. Um, And. The Rams just gave up on him, which is sad for him because he seems like a really nice guy. But, you know, that's that's not what sports are about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, you would, again, be the star yes. in every, <laughs> every sport. Oh, you guys after. like me? Okay, cool. I'll be the quarterback. <laughs> no one touch me or I'm going to break. 
but yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like we got another year of everyone sucking, and then things are going to start getting excited. And I just really can't wait for everything to be good because Detroit is one of the biggest sports cities in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because we got all four major sports. Uh, all of our stadiums are like in the same freaking block now. Right, right. And uh, uh, sorry, I don't know what this dog is crying about. What are you crying about, Stella? Hi. Come here. <laughs> um, we have some of the best fans, I think, too. Like, very, mm. super loyal. I mean, we still got Lions fans, so we definitely have some of the best Exa- fans. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's definitely, I mean, I think we all, you know, are just kind of like, well, it is what it is. But we still root for the Lions. Yeah, what do you think, think Detroit cares about the most? Hockey. I mean, did, are you just saying that because that. of the Red Wings' dominance for 25 years? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I don't know about that now so much. but mm. um, Football is king. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I think, but it's so hard to care about the Lions that much. I know. I think everyone's still a fan. But to really care mm-hmm. and to have some expectations at all <laughs> is it's a dangerous diff- game to play to have it's expectations. Pretty difficult. <laughs> so I th- I think that's a tough you know that's tough. But um, yeah, I would say we're probably a football city. Like the fact that there are still diehard Lions fans after nothing for right, what right. like three decades now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then probably probably baseball is probably next. You think there's more baseball fans than or Tigers fans than Red Wings fans? I think that there would be more. Yeah, um, I think if the Red Wings didn't have that dominant period, like because the Tigers sucked when I was like coming into my sports age, like before yeah. they went on their run, they were like made fun of. But people would always go to their games, and you know hockey has been dominant for so long. But hockey is also like the least popular sport out of all the four. You know, in general, but not necessarily mm. here. Right. Well, I, and I don't know. Like, I don't know what hockey was like before, like the '90s with the Red Wings, because I, yeah, I heard they were pretty bad for like two decades before that. Yeah. Um, hockey. Whatever one's good, they're gonna jump to the front. I think. I think that's what makes us a good sports city. Whatever one's right. number one, they're gonna. Everyone's gonna root for. There's no way we're not gonna root for one of our good teams. You know, mm-hmm. I would say basketball is probably the least, but. Yeah. We do have like a storied franchise in the Pistons. We had some 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 good dynasties back in the day. Yeah. Even back in two thousand four, like we only won one championship, but we were right there for another. And LeBron James ruined us for another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to LeBron James. Hated him for a while. Love him now. And uh, he just got hurt. Actually, he just fucked up his ankle, and so is Anthony. D- I don't. I don't know if you know anything about basketball, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, he's in L. A the lakers now and they won the championship last year and they're the favorites to repeat but their two star players which is their entire team are both hurt so who knows and everyone's counting the jazz out but i think the jazz might be a sneaky pick to win it all okay (laughs) but um when's the last time the jazz did anything i don't know ever why the fuck are they called the utah jazz what there's no jazz influence in utah there's nothing there yeah the sober jazz is what they should be called (laughs) <laughs> but i think like let's say they all rose to prominence at the same time if the lions are ever good it's gonna be non-stop lions i agree because football is king of all the sports it just is and then 
I mean, I want to say hockey because of how much I much disdain I have for baseball, but I would think that people would care more about the Tigers than. But I think it kind of goes back to what you said earlier about people that are like, yeah, baseball's boring and I don't really watch it, but I like to go to the games. Because mm-hmm. I think that's a ton of people. Yeah, it's a sport for simpletons. And... So, uh... <laughs> I think there's a, there's a whole American pastime about going to a baseball game. Oh, please. Come on. So, American pastime is football now. Now, but that's what I'm just saying, like going to a baseball mm. game and, you know... Didn't coronavirus kill off half those people? I'm just kidding. That was dark. <laughs> Very dark. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but yeah, no, there is this like uh, nostalgia for baseball that I think is dying out as each generation occurs. And, and, and I wish baseball would learn how to. I want to like baseball because I love sports. Um, but I just, they just need to. First of all, 162 game season the fuck why do i care about any of these games (laughs) yeah i mean i don't think it i don't think there needs to be as many games probably there does need to be in hockey and uh the nba too because there's 82 of those and that's too many yeah football there's 16 games well now there's going to be 17 apparently next year um Mm. but 16 games so every game is like it's like worth like 20 baseball games which is makes everything like every single play like so like you're on the edge of your seat a little bit and baseball, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. They lost this game. Cool. It's like the Lions lose a game. Like, one point, the Lions lost a game, and I piled all my sh- all my sporting things up in a pile and was like, I'm going to light this on fire because I should not be this pissed off right now. And, yeah. <laughs> and, then bas- and, then, and then it's the playoffs, too, because baseball, hockey, and basketball, there's a seven-game series. So it's it's the team that should win does win more, I will say that. But it does make the games less exciting until you get to, like, a game seven or an elimination game. Yeah. True. Which? So is that the solve? Is that baseball needs to only happen like once a week? <laughs> I think if baseball had a 16-game season, it probably probably would be my favorite sport. Beer number two, entertainment. You know it's a good segment when I don't finish my beer. <laughs> I didn't finish mine either. It's almost done. Well, I'll get you your one prepared right here. Thank you so much. Um, on to entertainment, which I know sports is technically entertainment. But these drops are four years old, okay? Bear with me. <laughs> what you fucking with these days in terms of, like, TV, movie, music? Um, TV. I'm, wa- I'm currently watching The Sinner on Netflix. Ooh, I have not. Uh, started that or know much about it is it a netflix original <clears throat> no i think it was on usa oh, okay originally but they released a new season on netflix um so, so i'm not sure if it was on that before but each season is um is different like it all has the same detective but they're the different storylines so i'm on the third season of it so what's um, it about a detective show? A, yeah, it's a detective show, but it's like weird. Who's the sinner? Um, I, I mean, I think it's Is referencing it the, detective? the detective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's played by um? Who's it? Bill Putnam? Is that his name? That sounds like a name. Um, Is he in anything else that I would know? Independence Day. <laughs> 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 it's like 
what I think of him from. <laughs> He's been in a million things. I actually watched Independence Day the other day randomly when it was on TV. <laughs> um, he's the president in Independence oh, Day. Oh, okay. Is that his name, Bill Putnam? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's pretty good. It's a little dark and a little like ooh, creepy, like what's mm-hmm. going on. But well, if it was good. on USA, I'm, assu- I'm I'm assuming it's not as dark as uh you're putting it off to be no i feel like it doesn't seem like it should be a usa show okay by any means so i don't know if maybe that's why i didn't do (laughs) the usa viewers are like what the fuck is this and that's why it's on netflix now but um, are you um one of the people like myself that still has cable mm -mm. Mm, yeah i'm one of the rare ones i guess that hates money apparently but a friend of mine has cable, and so I use his, I, like, if there's stuff I want to watch, I use his login. But for the most part, I watch Netflix, Hulu, and uh, HBO. HBO Max is my favorite of all of them. Because mm-hmm. they got my friends, they got my Rick and Morty, <laughs> and my other random HBO. And you know what? They don't ask me if I want to keep watching these. Right. Because I just want to put them on while I sleep. I can't sleep in silence. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. I've gotten better about it. I've been trying really hard to, like, not sit up and watch TV in bed mm. and watch TV in the living room. And then when I'm ready to go to bed, just go to bed and turn off the light. I'm <sighs> getting better at it. I can't so. do that. I need New Girl constantly playing in the background so nice. I can just... I just recently was starting to watch New Girl again, too. Mm, don't even get me started. I've seen that show so many times. It is a part of my personality. In my living room, there is a floor plan of Apartment 4D. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that when I walked in, but I didn't pay enough attention to know like what. Mm. I didn't look at it close enough. Have you seen the whole series? the reference. Yes, but it's been a long time. So I ju- like mm. not that long ago, I randomly, I couldn't find anything. So I started it from the beginning all over again. Good. I'm about to start my um, umpteenth rewatch of it. Nice. But I don't really like the seventh season, so it takes me a long time to get through that. And then it's just like nonstop for the first four. Um, But I'm actually going to get the tattoo that Nick gets on the back of his leg of Schmidt and Cece and Pretty Woman. Oh, my God. I'm going to actually get that because I think that would be so funny. Nice. (laughs) And. Apparently, I'm. Uh, I've, I just got my second tattoo, so I'm. Okay, so now you're in the. Now I just want. You're in the I craze. want so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just talking to someone I work with today about how I'm like I'm ready for another tattoo. Let's get one. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think about I've... getting a heart with a, a circle around it? <laughs> you know, join my cult. Not cross my mind, <laughs> right? <laughs> This is the one I just got. I don't know if you saw it on Insta, but... I did. No, that's awesome. I like it. It's cool. Yeah. The balloon looks good. Shout out to Modest Mouse. Yeah. Um, like, it was good work. I know, dude. I got it from this guy in Phoenix. Um, he, This, like, fucking really sexy mus- muscular guy comes in there wearing just overalls and no shirt on. Nice. And I found out later he was a porn... He's actually a porn star. And his, like, whole setup area had, like red ranger white ranger helmets of like power rangers and like a bunch of old nintendo games like all framed and shit and i was like dude this is fucking awesome (laughs) can we be best friends (laughs) and he was he also didn't want to talk that much turns out (laughs) right 
also not. He was kind of meticulous and quiet. And then he kept going like, "All right, I'm gonna let you relax for a second. I gotta go check some something on my phone." And he would do that like a couple times. Like, I don't know if this is normal, but <laughs> whatever, dude. This guy's got me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, my friend Sean would fucking love this shit right now. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the sinner. Yeah, so three I've been watching that three seasons. I just got done watching Kingdom. I haven't heard of that either. Netflix. And that was on some random... It's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, What's that one about? It's about this family, and it's like these um, MMA fighters. And I a friend of mine kept telling me to watch it, and she started... Like, a friend of hers had told her to watch it. Started trying to get, like, everyone in our little crew to watch it. And I'm like, I don't want to watch some about, some show about, like, fucking MMA yeah, fighters. Yeah, you, you haven't tickled my fancy <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> And, um, but actually it's, like, really, really good. And the acting was really good. And it was on some random AT&T streaming thing that I had never heard of before. Everyone's got a streaming that, thing now. Yeah, for a while. I mean, because it's, I think it started in, like, 2017. Okay. Um. There's three seasons of that, and it's it's done. It's over with. And now there's a whole petition which I signed <laughs> online <laughs> to make a new season. All right. Um, like it was that good, and it's actually like the acting in it is awesome. Is, is there anyone notable in it? Frank Grillo is the main guy, which I think he's in The Walking Dead. He's but um. I like, didn't really why, watch The Walking Dead. I don't know why Dead. I don't use my phone to just um, Google this shit real quick. Right, absolutely. Frank who? Grillo? Grillo? Was he in The Walking... Somebody told me he was in The Walking Dead. I oh. started to watch The Walking Dead when it first came out, and I just never kept up with it. Um, but If he was, he was not that prevalent because I don't recognize him. Okay. But he's hot. Yeah. It's, all, it's a bunch of hot dudes, which is why my friend was like, you should watch this. <laughs> Um, but the acting in it is really good too. So it's a really good storyline and it gets crazy and there's like a bunch of cliffhangers and um So, so it's I, like a it's like a TV show. Exactly. There's cliffhangers. Like what? Exactly like a <laughs> No <TV> shit. <laughs> I feel like I mean, okay, everything has a cliffhanger, but for me to be like, What? while I'm sitting there <laughs> watching it, that takes a lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, you're you're I, I believe you're one of the people that I uh well actually you're, you're the person that introduced me to the magicians. Mm hmm. Did you watch that T V show? The book I did watch the T V show. Did you finish it? Yes. What'd you what all right. I want to talk about this for a second. Um, so if you guys haven't watched The Magicians, please watch it. I've been talking about it for a while, so please watch it. Nice. Um, what do you think of the TV show? I thought they did a great job. Me too. I think they did better than the books, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the books were hard. I mean, they they were dark, and there was some slow moments, and it's kind. Mm. it was very emo feeling. Yeah, I, it took me like think? five years to read the first one. Well, I remember one. you posting that one thing that was like, I finally finished yeah. this. <laughs> and that would have been from eight, or however many yeah. years ago. I remember I, I started point, reading them in 2013 because that's when Game of Thrones, that's when I stopped reading The Magician and started reading Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Which I believe you were into too back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. And we're still are waiting we ever on gonna the next see, two I books. was just going to say, are we ever going <laughs> to see fucking another book? Do we care is the real question. <laughs> I do. I mean, I'm going to read them, but, like, I don't know if I care. Any? Did you, I'm assuming you watched all of Game of Thrones? Um, yes, of course. But, like yeah, my, I Like care. my uh, sword? Yeah. You're very... Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Um, 
yeah, I care because I know that that's not how the books are gonna end. So that's why I, I think care. it's gonna end. I think it's gonna. I think a lot of it's gonna be the same. It's just gonna make more sense with the books. Like I think Danny's gonna burn down the city with dragons. Um, John's gonna kill to Danny, it, but the story's so and much Bran's more. Gonna, Bran's definitely gonna be the king because he he opens the book with Bran's chapter or the series with Bran's chapter, mm. and he's so much cooler in the books <laughs> than he is in the show. Yeah, he's like my favorite character in the books because of his like little time traveling thing. Jon Snow's my favorite, of course. But... I don't think Jon Snow's just gonna be like just sent back to the wall or whatever yeah. that's bullshit yeah Arya's like not gonna go on a stupid journey there's some other stories for Jon Snow in there that didn't happen in the show but I just really want to know what happens with Lady Stoneheart because she's not in the show at all no and that was like one of the most exciting things in the what was that a feast for crows mm-hmm. which is the worst book of all of them mm. pretty boring I haven't reread them I've reread all of them. Like, I've read all of them mm-hmm. twice. But Ooh, I haven't nice. reread all of That's them. That's a big commitment to read them all twice. Those books were hard. Yeah. I was a fan. I started reading them even before I met you, I mm-hmm. think. Way before it was a show. Uh, a friend of mine, Johnny, knew I was into, like, Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. And he's like, you should read this book. And I remember I started to read it. But, it's I mean, it's tough to get into. Yeah. And I, there were a couple of times where I like picked it up and tried to get into it. And then I don't remember what it was if I was like traveling or something. There was a period of time where like I was just like, okay, I have some time. Right. I'm just, and this is what I have to read. So I'm going to read it. And then, and I like, I don't know, once you got to a certain point, it was like, okay, I'm hooked. And yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I kept reading them from there. So I was definitely into the books and into it and. So that's why I'm excited for the book. I'm like, excited I'm excited too. for that finishing of the book series and see what that does as opposed to the show. I just feel like I'm gonna be underwhelmed. And I don't think you will be. I don't know, man. Like I don't think I really don't think you will be. <laughs> I remember like starting reading that back in when we all worked at Benny's and like everyone was obsessed at the exact same time and I'm reading all these books so fast. And I remember the time I got, like, really entrenched in Game of Thrones was I was on vacation in Denver the first time I went there and my friend moved there. And I, like, made them put on Game of Thrones because a new episode came out and I'm the only one watching it. And it was the Red Wedding episode. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm reading, like, uh, 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 the second one. What's that one called? Something about Crown... I don't remember the King, name. The Clash of Kings. Clash of Kings, yeah. And reading that, they're calling it like, oh yeah, Nick's outside reading his Bible. Like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I might be at that point. Um, and Game of Thrones was just, it was like, I can't wait for like another series to have like that kind of cultural impact that Game of mm-hmm. Thrones had. Before that, it was like, maybe you can count Breaking Bad, but not really. Mm-hmm. Lost was probably the only other one. Lost was a big one, yeah. And you know. That was the start of me liking TV shows was Lost. Uh, I didn't watch Lost. Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't watch Lost when it was on. I watched it later. Oh. Um, Must be different. But I was really into it. Mm. I forgot that about you, that you're such a crazy Lost fan. I was. I was, like, like pretty much the same as I was with Game of Thrones, or still am with Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Like, for a while after... 
I read the last Game of Thrones book, I would Google every day when's the Winds of Winter coming out. Um, and yeah. that's been like 10 it's years been now. Way too long. <laughs> right. Well, and that was the whole thing. I remember like when the fifth book came out as kind of, or when we knew when the fifth book was going to come out is when they really said they were going to do the show. Oh. And so that's what I, my friend who had introduced oh me God. to them. George R.R. R. Martin finished these goddamn yes. books. <laughs> like it's great. So he never, this the whole time while we're watching the show over all these years, just waiting for him to write this other book, mm-hmm. which I have, I mean, of course there's all this talk out there, right? That he already like, and rumors and whatnot that he already has it written and he's just like waiting until he dies, like it's in his will or something. This is all like hearsay, you know, but yeah. that it's in his will that once he dies, that it'll just then be released as like his legacy or whatever. Okay, well that's annoying. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, and HBO is already going through. Like, how many? You know how they're making a bunch of different Game of Thrones shows right now on HBO. Like they're, yes. they're all in production. How many do you think there are? I have no idea. Okay, well, there's six so of them that are in say development. Like eight? Yeah. There's okay. the only ones I know. There's the, the one that's I know that for sure going to happen is a House of the Dragon, which is gonna be like a Targaryen prequel. Okay. Um. Then there's like the Long Night is, um, uh, in production or pre-production. Um, the Tales of Duncan Egg. Mm-hmm. I did you read that? I did not. Okay, I read that one. Which um. Uh, <laughs> Like, people that don't read Game of Thrones are probably like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) It's Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I have, what was the, what's the last random book that was released? Um, Um, I have, like, the Encyclopedia. No, there was another, like, side book. For Game of Thrones? Or for House of Ice and Fire? Yeah, like, within that story. That takes place before Game of Thrones time. Was it House of Dragon? No, maybe no. I don't. I have an encyclopedia that was released that like has like the whole entire history of everything. Yeah, I never got that. That has been on my Christmas list. It's got beautiful artwork in it. I haven't really read it, but yeah. Sometimes I I have it displayed like in my shelf of things. Mm -hmm. It's for show, (laughs) not reading. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I don't know. I it's hard for me to get excited for these books when they just. The series ended so terribly, and they the whole time they said that we're going to get to the same place, but we're going to get there differently. And I just know the conclusion. No, I'm not believing it. And yeah, I feel like it was not a great last season. So I'm... Oh, no, it was a terrible last season. Right. So yeah, I'm um, just writing that off and waiting for the books. <sighs> it's going to be so <laughs> Have you um Have you watched The Expanse at all? Uh, I watched like the first episode, didn't get into it, but I've heard that I should read the books and get yeah, into it. Yeah, I started it. reading the books. Mm. I watched, uh, someone told me like when it first aired, The Expanse, that mm. it was, they're like, it's being called like Game of Thrones in space. And I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of into that. I mean, I like like, um, I'm into sci-fi for sure. Yeah, clearly. So Magicians. I, right. Um, but that's even more like fantasy. You That's know, true. don't you think? But yeah. Um and so I started watching the show and I was I I liked it. So I'm like, okay, well I'll read the books and the books are better. I always think the book is better than the show. Yeah. Pers- the, like, or the movie or whatever. The only time that's ever happened where I felt the inverse was the magicians. 
Right, yeah. (laughs) Only because it's just more interesting. And they added humor to it. There's no yeah. humor in the books. Well, there in the is, there, I mean, there is kinda, but um, I don't know. I, I like, I loved the magicians. Like after, upon finishing the magician series uh, <laughs> for books, like I really just loved it. And then the only reason I picked it back up is when I saw that sci-fi was making a series. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Um, I love all this like this whole genre i really love it and then mm-hmm. the the show just did such a good job with everything and it doesn't even follow the same storyline really at all Mm-mm. no they veered away from a lot of things too and i'm so and i'm i want to sign a petition to keep that show going yes i know god when let's um, start a petition a petition to yeah keep it going. i mean petitions are pointless and there's just they're just a way to <laughs> uh collect data from people but <laughs> we can do it if you want to try to sell a bunch of people's stuff let's do it <laughs> <laughs> I just want Netflix to pick it up and just have another season. But also, I'm okay with it not because it's not like the last season. I loved the last season. It was really good, but it was ended, missing without Quentin. Yeah. And I feel like they ended it on a good note. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not have another season, but... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when Quentin, di- when Quentin died at the end of the uh, semi... Or the penultimate season, like... By using his minor mending to fix the mirror mm-hmm. and everything, it was like, oh my god! Like, right? I was just like crying a little bit. I know it was sad. And then they do that fucking the, the classic magicians fashion. They end it with just singing them all singing around a fire, like "Take on Me," mm-hmm. like so silly but like beautiful at the same time. Like this, this show had so many musical numbers randomly. It did. Yeah, the one with Elliot in the desert was good. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I really loved that show, and I wish uh, I want more people to watch it because right it was great. And the, I I don't really care if you read the books or not, but you should read the books if you're if you're into the show. I don't know the books are entirely different. Yeah. And the end of the end of the second book really got me. Like I actually cried reading that because that's when Quentin has to like give up everything and let leave Fillory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to save his friends and never can go back it's just like oh my god that's like the hardest decision in the world mm-hmm. god, i haven't <laughs> read those books in a long time either i think i gave them all to you you gave me the first one and i've given it away and i don't know where it is yeah <laughs> i'm okay with that i like the idea of passing books along i'm reading um uh i've actually read read this other trilogy this uh, fantasy trilogy. Have you ever heard of the fifth season? No. Um, it's uh, this trilogy that won the Hugo Award three years in a row, which has never been oh, done before. Okay. And it's written by this uh, African American woman, and uh, it's basically about like I don't know, not it's not a fantasy world, but it's never like specifically saying, but it's like about Earth, like a million years in the future or whatnot, where everything's fucked, and okay. the Earth is fucked. Yeah, and there's these people. So apocalyptic. Yeah, but like post-apocalyptic, but like post-post-apocalyptic, like where they've okay. already figured out shit. Um, okay. But there's these people that are called origins that can manipulate like tectonic plates and like have like the kind of like the superpower kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but they're like also killed, like lynched. And wait, is HBO making a series about this? I don't think so. There's, um, it's, um, I think TBS has optioned it. Okay. What 
what did I just I'm trying to think of you're what, thinking of yeah. three body problem which is what I'm reading right now no there's a show that I ooh, there's a show that I just saw a like trailer for or a preview for or maybe it's a movie mm-hmm. it's definitely not that then because I would um, I would know about it Oh, you think so? What if you don't know about it? Um, well, then my Google search history, which tells me everything I need to know, is lying to me. It sounds like a similar thing, though, from the trailer that I watched. That it's okay. So it's the, like what they show is these two young girls that are able to like change elements, like the elements, or be able mm-hmm. to like shift plates, like you said, or like mm-hmm. change the wind or do different things, and that they're being hunted to be killed. Interesting. So it sounds very... I'll have to look it up. I'll try to remember what it is. Come more prepared next time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who knew you were going to talk about this book you'd read that was like a very similar story. Well, I'm pretty... I've done research and I'm pretty sure TBS has like optioned it, but like there's no plans to start it off. You're not calling it the... um, What did you call it? It's either called the fifth season or the Broken Earth trilogy. Okay. So it, it what it's not being called either one of those things. Okay. Whatever this show is. Yeah. Have you heard of the three body problem? No. Well, that is my series I'm reading right now, the tr- okay. another trilogy I'm reading cuz something about trilogies I just love. <laughs> or anything sci-fi or fantasy, and this one's way more sci-fi than it is fantasy. Um but uh it's been it's in production right now. Um I don't think by HBO, but by maybe Netflix. But it's being created by the guys that created Game of Thrones, uh, okay. Benioff and, and Weiss, which um, people are pissed about because it's like the three-body problem is like um, a, a series that was written by a Chinese author and translated to English for like, you know, us people that don't know how to read Mandarin to read. Mm-hmm. And it's like super re- world-renowned. It won a Hugo Award for the first one. I'm on the second one and I'm annoyed because... The first chapter is 150 pages, and I don't do Holy well shit. when chapters are that long. No. And I th- and I, I don't think there's going to be chapters. I think it's just going to be like three different parts. But the first one... But you the, need like chapters in between. I need spacing it out so I can work with my brain. Right. <laughs> but And have like a stopping point. And the first one had all that. Like it had kind of short chapters and whatnot. But this yeah. one's translated by a different person, so I don't know if it got lost in translation or whatnot. But they're creating this show, um, which I don't know how they're going to do because it's a weird book i don't know how it would be adapted into a tv show format because it's strange i don't want to spoil too much okay um but uh people are pissed that um benioff and weiss are the ones producing it because of how they fucked up game of thrones at the end oh yeah but i'm not because they created game of thrones and it was glorious until they ran out of source material and these books are already written they fucked so, up when George R. Okay. R. Martin didn't have any of these books left to be written. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they, it seemed like they were really good at adapting Game of Thrones. Like, they did things that... I think there, there's things with the TV show Game of Thrones They were better than the books. Like, the whole Rob Stark and Catelyn Stark um, storyline, I think that was a lot better in the TV show than it was in the books. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. There's more. Well, I think it, but that has to do with the directing and like the character de- development and where you go with it from there. Too. Right, but it all starts with writing. Because you got to, you, you just adapt a script. Right, yeah. And the rest, is, like, yeah, the directors in Game of Thrones were awesome, stellar, and cinematography and acting was amazing. Right. Um, but the writing's what's most important, probably, I would think. Um, because if it's shit writing, it's 
really hard to make that good. Which is like the last, like, because Game of Thrones had the same actors True. the whole time, same directors the whole time. The last season sucked because of writing. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I so, agree. I'm excited for that. Uh, I actually just started watching this show on Netflix. It's a new show that came out um, called Ginny in Georgia. This is uh, completely not sci fi, but <laughs> uh, I just finished the first season and it was really good. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. It's about, um, uh, like, it's about like this mother and this daughter the mother is this like really attractive white woman and the, her daughter is like a half half black half white like 16 year old going to like a new like rich white area and whatnot and like you know troubled past for the mother and whatnot and the daughter not understanding and also trying to exist in a world where she can be white or black but doesn't really fit in and you know i don't like another point to make of this is like I'm done kind of watching shows that center around just like a white male. Like <laughs> I've already seen them all. Right. I don't really need it. Um, and this gives a new perspective on it and they do it really well. And I feel like they really capture, not that I would know, um, but like they, I feel like it seems like they capture how it would be to be a teenager growing up in the world we live in now where everyone's trying to be woke, but like, are you really woke and like phones and, a bunch of shit like i don't know it's it was really good and the acting was really well and the writing was really cool and like i'm just sitting maybe it's because i'm stoned when i'm watching this but i'm sitting here like <laughs> wow these like it's nothing spectacular but like all these things seem like super dramatic and super like emotional and i'm here for it okay i saw i mean i saw it pop up on my netflix but... i would highly recommend you watch it okay i don't know if you're into that kind of stuff we'll see <laughs> um do you any other any other um uh, what what kind of music are you fucking with these days oh so to be honest i haven't really found any new music lately why not or like searched for new music why not? i don't know i'm in like a rut do you um, normally like or are you like someone who's like just goes back to your roots all the time or well i think i go through like cycles and phases but there's always like something new that i'm kind of like incorporating into mm-hmm. it and it's been a minute with the music and so yeah i'm definitely in a rut right now it's um it's been a lot of fleetwood mac lately <laughs> um and ever I'll... since that guy was on his like a uh, longboard listening to dreams right <laughs> <laughs> just right back in <laughs> Um, that was pretty good. Thank you. I'm a professional singer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, LCD Sound System is like always my go-to. Wait, is that the one that has um, Dance Yourself Clean? Yes. That's on my playlist. Yes. Yep. I'm a huge fan. Hell yeah. Um, and that's always like a default. I feel like... You I like mean, default? I, no, default. That's a I'm just default. kidding, I know. No. <laughs> uh, um, the Acid was probably, like, the last. I don't feel like they're new by any means, but that was, like, the last new thing that I found that I was like, oh, okay, I'm into this. I haven't heard of them. Yeah. Or have I heard of them? Maybe not. Okay. Um, and I don't you even know You ever been to a music I... festival? Yes. Which one? Um, 
I, maybe not, I guess. Not like a Why'd current... you say yes then? Well, because I feel like I would go to like a uh, warp tour back in the day. That, that was like a music that festival. Kinda counts. Yeah, yeah. Right. But not mm. like a current music festival. Got you. Right. <laughs> Why? What were you where were you going with that? Oh, um uh well, I, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows, I just always want to talk about Bonnaroo um, because I went there once and I had <laughs> decided it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had 14 people who were supposed to come with me last year and then the pandemic happened and it got canceled, mm-hmm. but they just released new things today and their lineup's about to come out any day this week and I'm super excited and I just, I don't know, I, it changed my life going to like a camping music festival. It was just Super awesome. Fear number three, politics. I used to have a drop that said the president grabbed me, but um, Donald Trump's not our president anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome okay. to the final beer of the podcast. How are these treating you so far, Ms. Brenna Eldridge? Yeah, pretty good, I'd say. Not as terrified as I was at the beginning. Yeah, that alcohol will do that to you. (laughs) Right. Which is why I had mentioned it would have been nice to split a six (laughs) before we actually split six. Split 12, baby, (laughs) which we have done before because I do have two other microphones that can host other people. Oh, fancy. You know, get some of your friends on here. Come on. Yeah. How would you feel about Morgan joining? I would fucking love it if Morgan joined. Shout out to Morgan Wolf or whatever your last name is now. Congratulations. Urban. She's Morgan Urban. Morgan Urban. Join this podcast. Bring your husband. Let's have a whole fucking party. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. (laughs) I'll talk her into it. Yeah. um, uh, No, that actually would be great. I think Morgan would be a great person to have on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Benny's. (laughs) <laughs> she would do way better in the sports uh, section. Yeah, we should have had both of you guys on at the same time. What a dumbass host I mm-hmm. am. <laughs> Next time. You think she would do it, though? I think so, yeah. Hell I feel yeah. like, yeah, I think she'd be down. Especially maybe now. It might be better now that I am doing it currently and I can tell her about it. And then maybe mm-hmm. she would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then she definitely get that competitiveness where she was like you fucking sucked at the sports <laughs> section <laughs> I could do so much better than that give her some advice Morgan <laughs> come on <laughs> but anyways on to politics um, yeah, Brenna yeah. how are you feeling about all these mass shootings that have uh, all of a sudden resurfaced what kind of question is that how do I feel about it that's a standard question that's a, it's, it's sad, obviously. I would hope so. Right. <laughs> I would hope that'd be I don't response. think there's any It was other... an easy question. Well, I was. Was, well, I guess I was going to... That's why I felt like it was you like want a me redundant to ask you a question difficult one. <laughs> where there's nothing to feel but sad. How do you feel we it? control these mass shootings? Yeah. We, that's, you know, that's a more difficult question. Right. A better question. Um, well, obviously, we need more regulations on guns. You think so? Yes. I'm I a random pro-gun so. uh, leftist. I'm not against guns. Mm-hmm. I just think maybe it should be a little bit more difficult to get them than it maybe currently is. I don't know. I don't own a gun, a gun and I've actually never shot a gun. So. Oh, same. <laughs> same for both of those. <laughs> um, I have been wanting to go to the shooting range. Like I think I like I want to shoot a gun. I want to experience mm. that. Well, we're gonna have to learn how to shoot guns to fight cops eventually. Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
Not to laugh at everything. So, right. <laughs> so um, uh, in Atlanta, the there was a mass shooting with a bunch of uh, uh, predominantly Asian people, which mm-hmm. has been going on in this country for a long time, and it's been more exacerbated ever, ever since coronavirus and Donald Trump calling it and labeling it the Kung Flu and other racist names for it. And then there was just That's another right. shooting in Boulder, Colorado, which has already experienced a shooting back in like the first like really publicized shooting since like Columbine um, for the Aurora Theater. Um uh, with somebody killing 10 people at a grocery uh, store. A grocery store. The King Supers. King Supers, which I believe is owned by the same people as like Kroger. Yeah. Um, which is all so fucking very fucked up. And mm-hmm. now the Democrats are in office. So we'll see if they're going to actually do anything about gun reform or whatnot. Not that I would agree with like, I, like a lot of the right wing uh, bullshit is saying that they're going to take all your guns, which is not at all what they're trying to do. They're trying to absolutely not eliminate um, deadly weapons like AR, like the AR-15, without background checks. And like this guy bought his AR-15 on the same day that the shootings in Atlanta happened. And th- I think there's a lot more going into it and whatnot, but I don't know. It's it's something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it needs. I don't know because no one really knows. But I think well, we would have already done it if we really know the answer and if everyone would we was though? On board. I uh, well, that's why I say <laughs> and if everyone was on board. Yeah, <laughs> which you're only gonna get about fifty percent. You got on the fucking any idea right now. You got the NRA tweeting during when the when the shooter is still active, talking about how they're gonna take your guns away. Like, like I think I. The NRA is a whole other fucking story that doesn't help any of it. Mm. But go on, sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. I think very little needs to be done about gun reform is if you just can guarantee everyone in the United States access to free housing, free education, free healthcare, and free food. And then I don't think anyone's going to be fucking doing anything like this if they have access like you know the right always wants to talk about like okay well we have we need to do something about mental health like okay then fucking do something like stop fighting against medicare for all if you don't want or if you think that the answer to mass shootings is uh mental health uh education or whatnot like fucking do something it's annoying that they use that as this fucking argument like and they use the argument like okay um, oh well, guns don't kill people, and you know criminals are still going to get guns even if you if you outlaw them. Okay, well then, well, how do you feel about fucking drugs? Why is there a war on drugs right now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just all sounds like such bullshit to me. And it, it, at this point in the podcast, I never get to accurately display my thoughts because I'm always a couple beers deep here, <laughs> so it's hard. <laughs> um. Well, just to go off of what you said, I mean, yeah, free housing, free food, free shelter, free, uh, you know, education and all of that for everyone obviously is very ideal. Mm -hmm. But I think in the meantime, just making it just like a little bit harder to get a gun might be an easier first step than attacking all of those problems. Yeah. That's my thought process. Um. I mean, yeah. I'm with you though that it's not. I think mental health has something to do with it in a way, 
Um, but that's not, you can't blame it on that. There's a lot of other factors and a lot of other things going into it and that, and you especially can't blame it when you don't really do anything about it. Yeah. It's just, it's just fucking left and right talking points. Yes, absolutely. which, Which are dismantling this country because like, you know, the reason like our country, the wealthiest country in the world has been going through such a shit time with this pandemic when we have um what uh this is we were about to get our third sim- stimulus check or a lot of people have already got their third stimulus check when other countries in the world have been paying people two thousand dollars a month to stay home and not do like if you want me to stay home like i get it like i get it for republican governors that want to open their states even though we're in the midst of a deadly pandemic because republicans run on the economy and i get it why mm-hmm. um democratic go- governors want to cripple their businesses and and, and stop everything from uh from happening and make every or like entice everyone to stay home because democrats run on actually caring for people when <laughs> the real reason or the real thing we could do it's all a federal issue which we could just pay people to stay home deal with it and but everyone's afraid of a little bit of socialism because you know people are gonna maybe like getting two thousand dollar checks a month and there's this argument like oh okay well, it, all right, so if, if I'm just getting paid to stay home, you know, I'm just going to fuck off and go fishing every day. What's my incentive? I'm like, okay, there you're getting it. You can do that. Like, if everyone just wants to go fishing, they should be able to go fishing and still be have access to housing, food, affordable health care, or not even affordable, just health care, and, and access to higher education. And then, you know what? All these other rich-ass fucking billionaires who have tripled their wealth during a pandemic can have to be forced to because people still have this general um need to work because we don't want to be bored so people will work if you give them enough incentive to work so if you give people you're gonna that's gonna force people to be paid a lot more and more livable wages and more like rising up the social ladder wages like people can fuck around and go fishing if they want but if you want like um you know an up north cabin or uh, like to go on vacations and whatnot and to like go and spend your money and go to bars and go late night and party like then yeah you're gonna have to work and people are gonna pay you more to work because there's gonna be less people working because people are gonna want to fuck off and go fishing so if you just give everybody what they deserve not what they what they need and what they deserve from being in I, a society I would go with what they need more than what they deserve Okay, well, whatever. Same same concept, but like these people that are making this ridiculous amount of wealth over everything that's going on, every people are still going to work, and you're just going to pay them more and maybe lose a little bit of your ridiculously wealthy bag to give to other people. So I'm with you on that. I'm obvi- I'm definitely for like taxing the rich at a much higher rate. I don't think you know. I'm in for like fucking I, guillotines. I think that um, you know, there's a lot of wealthy people out there that just are able to become more wealthy because of how what they know of the system, how they're able to cheat the system, what they're able to do with it that you know the majority of us regular folks do not know how to do. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with you on like everyone should get this amount of money no matter what. And you can just fuck off and go fishing. Like, I don't 
agree with that. Why? Either. Because I think you should, like, you should be contributing to society. If you're fucking off and going fishing and then you're selling those fish, um, or that's still work. Or you're, yes, that's what, then that's okay. Um, or you're, that's what you're using to, I, I don't know. I guess you got me thinking a little bit, but I feel like everyone should be able, should have to, in a way, if you're able to. Mm-hmm. Um, contribute to society in some way. I don't think that I'm a very I'm left, but I'm a very moderate left, and this is mm-hmm. probably where it comes from, as or where the it shows up is that I don't I am not a fan of wanting to pay into taxes and wanting to pay to have to give some of my hard earned money that I have worked for. To someone over here who, who wants to just fuck off and go fishing all day. Okay, well, and then I would respond to that by saying, like, okay, mm-hmm. how about people that are, like, I, when I'm talking about this shit, I'm not talking about taxing the people that are hardworking. I'm talking about the people that are scapegoating off the system, hiding their taxes, like the Panama Papers and whatnot shit, and, like, fucking billionaires that rely on God, like, Jeff Bezos, I know, stepped down from Amazon, but, like, did he really? Like relying on the taxpayers to pay for the roads that he uses to transport packages the wages that he uses to subsidize for fucking or like for walmart where they subsidize their workers wages by like 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 the largest amount of food stamps are people that fucking work at walmart like it's all a bunch of bullshit and there's just this left and right media apparatus that is going on that is convincing us to hate each other when really we need to be setting up fucking guillotines and scaring the fuck out of these people to actually stop because like wealth begets wealth and wealth makes the or like props up the people that get into politics because like you need a bunch of money to run for politics and we're just now getting into people like bernie sanders and elizabeth warren and aoc that are just fully funded by um uh just normal people like donating to their campaigns but they're still they're still part of the system like the aoc might not be but bernie sanders has been a lifelong politician so is elizabeth warren uh well maybe less than bernie sanders but aoc is like came from nothing and is just speaking her mind and whatnot and like really taking a loss at her social capacity because she is just like getting an enormous amount of death threats for being a person of color in office that speaks her mind and especially being a woman like it's all it's all fucked and it's all part of the design to keep the wealth wealthy and it's annoying and i just i wish everyone could just see it like the way i see it which is also i know that's flawed that's flawed thinking but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean a little bit but i i i do understand where you're coming from and that i and that's just there's that's all structure. Like, there's so much that has to change for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And when it's the wealthy that already run the country and run the shit, then that's not going to change. I mean... Without guillotines. You're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why I am I'm someone who has been increasingly pro-anarchy. Um, not that I think that that's a viable solution for the future, I think that we need a fucking reset on capitalism because 
it's all getting a little bit too far-fetched and a little bit too all everyone at the top and and, and whatnot and all this this goes into like fucking rush limbaugh and his coming of age like convincing everybody like there used to be like a freedom not freedom of information but like freedom of like something media act where you used to have to give the opposite side when you're on a broadcast or whatnot but rush limbaugh and all everyone he paid and whatnot fought to make it so like right-wing media can go run rapid and i guess the same with left-wing media but left-wing media tends to <laughs> lean more towards helping people than helping the economy and helping mm-hmm. fucking stonks <laughs> you know um i my my mind is always all over the place during this segment but (laughs) (laughs) um well i know um i had asked you earlier if you had watched i know this falls under entertainment a little bit but that's fine if i i had asked you if you watched the social dilemma and you said not yet because you were afraid it was going to make you delete facebook yeah but there's this whole other side to that documentary that talks about how the news and like what has been allowed with just regular news mm-hmm. and social media is contributing and how that's contributing to this very like very much left very much right um and this dividing of the country and what we think and how we believe where like for me like i am like it's crazy to me because i'm not very left and i'm not very right i'm totally a moderate yeah, you're in that bullshit middle 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 ground. It's not that I'm in the bullshit middle ground. Mm. I just don't think that. Uh, I think <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have this very uh, one extreme belief. Do you think you're gonna get everybody in the uh, fucking country to have that same belief as you? I think if I figure out a way to get my own personal nuclear bomb, yes. Oh, okay. So now we're taking it to the other extreme. We're going from one extreme to the other where I'm more in the, like, I would like to um, collaborate with people and come to an understanding and come up with new ideas together and say, you know what, this is what I think. Um, You think this. How can we incorporate both of those ideas into this next thing that we could do I mean, and that's, come up with. That's like, and that's, that's where I'm at with being a moderate. And it's not this bullshit middle ground of like him and hawing about shit. It has to do with like Well, really the middle ground takes time. Understanding. But it didn't. We had a middle ground for all, almost all of our political life as a country. Yeah, and look what and happened to people that weren't white people. And it hasn't been... Okay, well, I, it's not a true middle ground. I will say that. I'm saying politically. I'm not talking about racially but that or is, the opportunities. That, that is politics, though, right? It is. It is. Yes. It is politics now. Unfortunately, that there's this shitty ass part of our country where the mm-hmm. where a lot of people didn't even have a say in politics or in a say a say in what happened. It just was how things were. And that's terrible and I'm glad that we are people are at least realizing that you cuz I wouldn't say we're anywhere near like done with it or fixing mm-hmm. it or any of that. But under, like, understanding that there's a problem, I guess. There's more people are invested in that. That's the middle ground, is realizing there's a problem and waiting to do shit. No. And trying to be be cordial with the other side 
to try to come together to find a solution when really we are disenfranchising all people of color. Like there has been over a hundred different I'm fucking not. laws that have been posted since since Joe Biden won the election in Georgia to, that all relate to voter suppression, which is all, a, in my opinion, a bunch of bullshit. Like I agree with you, but like that's that I get, I, I don't I don't mean to single you out or anything. Like I'm I'm very passionate about this, but um. Uh, I, I just that's why that's why I feel like the middle ground is just like uh, making that more of a thing, like making the delaying the delaying equality. And I don't agree with delaying equality. And that's not how I feel about it. that's not where I stand in the mm-hmm. middle ground. That's not what I, I'm not talking about that. So what do you stand for? Oh, my God. I think this is my favorite segment of the podcast. Right, of course. <laughs> You're fucking all over the place with eight million things. I'm like, okay, so what do you stand for? Well, what do you stand for? Yeah, I mean, I want equality. I want to get along. I want it. To, I want things to be. I want everyone to have an equal right and a fair chance. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with you. Just get this because you have the money or you're privileged or that. Um, and I think that I want us to all, I want like fucking peace and love. Like that's what yeah. I want. I think that's what you everyone know? wants. And I, I guess I don't want to go about it in this nuclear bomb anarchy way though. Yeah. I'm anti-violence for sure. So you want to, you want to slow roll it. I, I want it to be immediate. I want to slow roll it. I want, I wish, I mean, I'm not a fucking politician, you know, like that's mm-hmm. not, you know, if I knew what the answer was, I mean, I'd be doing it. <laughs> well, you know and I what? I don't you know, know what's what the clo- answer is, but I don't know. I mean, I want to take action, but I don't want to take it to violence and anarchy, mm-hmm. I guess is where I'm at. And okay. I think the other side of that is I see what you're saying and that it's hard to get people. Not everyone wants to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And there has to be something drastic and something extreme to make a change and for people to listen. But I still don't think that that is how it's done. Well, I would love I to hear you. I don't know what the drastic <laughs> crazy thing is that we do. Um, and like I said, if I did, I would be doing it and I'd be rallying everyone I know to say this is how we fucking change the world and change our country um but I, to me violence is never the answer so yeah well um i'm, I'm i i, I don't want to say that i'm advocating for violence uh-huh. the things that i am advocating for sound violent but they're more of a it's more of like the how the United States government and how the entire government of the world's work. Like any country that has a nuclear bomb will never get invaded. That's why we are strongholding. Um, that's why we're afraid of of uh, North Korea. We're not in there yet, and we're strongholding everywhere in the Middle East because they don't have nuclear weapons yet, and we are, we can still go into them. But if they had nuclear weapons, guess what? They, no one would invade them. So like. Um, and, and I don't, I don't really necessarily believe in this like slow roll to progression. Like it, it should just be there. Like I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me. It's, it's, it's hard for me to like be okay with like. All right, so like you, you, we go back to the war on drugs. Like you know, we got so many black people in prison or whatnot for even fucking marijuana oh my god i know can we get these people out of there like this is insane and like i mean i'm not trying to put words in your mouth but this is what i think the middle ground is like okay well let's 
slowly deregulate marijuana from the federal drug list and whatnot. And we'll slowly get these people out of jail. And I think it should be fucking immediate. And I don't know how to make it immediate without, without like some like of drastic leftist fucking measures. Like, I mean, and, and, and if you're okay with being a centrist about it, then then that's going to take longer. I wouldn't say I'm or, in the middle ground about that. Like, I, I think we should... So it, what are you in the middle ground about? It's not going to happen, though. I'm just saying about, like, I have more... I have, like, some left views and some things that are more... Like, I... What are I, your right views? On the left. Well, kind of like what I mentioned about earlier. Like, I don't necessarily want to... Has to do with, like, this idea of, of taxes, right? And, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay... I don't feel like I should have to pay for someone who's not also contributing. Yeah. In um, a way. I agree. Um, I don't think you should. I think the fucking billionaires that profit over the people that work for them that that <laughs> should have to pay for all this shit. Right. That's about it. That's my only Oh, that's your only? That's your only? Like that well, way. then you're a fucking leftist. What are you talking I about? I am on the left. <laughs> that's what I said. Well, but you I'm just called yourself like, a moderate. Well, all right. <laughs> You're moderate because you don't want to pay more taxes? Fine, I get it. I don't want to pay more taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay any taxes because what am I paying fucking taxes for? For cops to kill black people? Fuck that. For fucking <laughs> people, for Amazon trucks to drive on roads that they break with their heavy ass goddamn trucks? No, I don't want to fucking pay for that. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I want my taxes to go to things I believe in, like education and um, community things. Like, like, which makes me senior sound... citizens that are reti- that don't work anymore, like Medicaid and Medicare. I'm yeah. down for that. Healthcare, I'm absolutely all for us all having to pay more into our taxes so that everyone has access to health. So you just don't want to pay for welfare, and I just don't. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay, well, and, we don't. We're not going to need welfare in, if if companies like Walmart and fucking. Amazon aren't having to not pay their employees where they have to subsidize their fucking wages with goddamn food stamps and shit. Like yeah. it's all about taking money. It's it's about robbing hooding people. Like we have to take money from these people that are profiting off of us. Like I'm a consumer. Like I have Amazon robots in every fucking room in my house and I love it. And I think it's a great thing that I have. And but I, I hate it that they pay zero dollars in taxes and that Jeff Bezos yeah. gets to live what like the most powerful life of anyone in the fucking world. Like that is where I want that's where I want to put up guillotines because our fucking government isn't doing anything because they're financed by those people. Right. And you know, maybe maybe it starts with publicly funded elections rather than like you Absolutely. Getting rid of Citizens United I'm where corporations that. can start as people and pay as much money as they want because they are considered a person, which is bullshit because, <laughs> like, it is just so clearly bullshit. Like, I don't know. It's weird being as uh, fucking pro-socialism as leftist as I am, but also siding with anarchy in certain things. Like... <laughs> You know, being pro-gun after all these shootings is is a tough thing to rationalize because, yeah, there should be more background checks and whatnot. But also, like, we just went through a summer where we saw a bunch of cops fucking abuse everybody and kill a bunch of black people with no repercussions. Like, um, the cop, 
uh, Chauvin that killed George Floyd is about to be on trial, and they're like already doing things where they don't want the trial to be in Minneapolis because they're afraid they're going to be too anti-cop. Like, which okay, fuck off. Everyone's anti-cop, um, right. except for a bunch of fucking racists. But uh, and, you know, and I feel bad for cops too. Like, like yeah, it's hard, but like also your entity is entirely built on white supremacy. Like, that's what cops were. Un, <laughs> unabitantly based off of was slave wrangling, which is fucking bullshit. And like, I'm, and implicit bias is a thing with everybody. Like, I've I've mentioned on this podcast my own implicit bias that I'm trying to work through to try to, to try to not have those anymore. And I and I and I think I've done some good work with that. But I also grew up in fucking Livonia, Michigan, the whitest city in the world. That when I grew up there, so I had like one one and a half black friends. And it's a bunch of bullshit how I was raised, but doesn't mean I uh, doesn't mean I'm necessarily racist. It just means I don't fucking know, and it's important to know what you don't fucking know. Yeah, I agree with you on that absolutely. And I think we all, I mean, through work, we always do these like, you know, we're all gonna have biases, but you need to recognize it. You need to recognize it, realize when it's happening, and then move past it. Yes. Well, um, uh, Brenna, thanks for coming on this podcast. (laughs) Sorry to get so animated at the end. Dang, yeah. (laughs) You have me all over the place. Um, uh, If you want to promote anything, you can. Is there anywhere we can find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? No, that's all right. Okay. Uh, you can find I'm anti-social media. <laughs> Watch the social dilemma. That's what she wants. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. You can find me on Facebook at Nick Wagella. Follow my other podcasts, Well That Sucked, wherever you can find podcasts. And on Twitter at That Sucked Pod and Instagram at Well That Sucked Podcast. And email us a movie that you think sucks at Well That Sucked Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back hopefully next week. Love y'all.